You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Tango and Cash. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I am Brian Okins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Gatlin. How you doing, Brian? I am swell, sir. I am swell. And good, good. <laughs> we have with us Waheed Alcalaz, mate. Hey, Brian. So swell. Good to hear. Good to hear. Oh man, everybody had their uh, like latte uh, enemas this morning or something. You guys are all perked up. Really? Yeah, man. It's Tango and Cash, bro. Yeah, man. It's like high fucking class adrenaline rush. Yeah, bro. Why the fuck not? Ooh. It's like a, it's it's like cheesy popcorn movie at its best. It's Tango and Cash. Yes. Excellent. It's Dude. terrible and awesome. It's yeah, Tango man. and Cash. It's yeah. definitely the most 80s film we've ever covered. Like, fuck. this is so yeah, fucking even though it was made in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, it was almost, almost 90s, yeah. No, it was, it, was, it was 89. It was like, I think this and Always were like the last two movies that were released in the 80s. Oh, man. Yeah, but you know, like, you're supposed to be a couple of, he- couple of years ahead of your time when you make a movie, you know, because it, it won't get released the, like two years after you make it. I think it works because we'd already had an 80s, uh, you know, uh, basically... They're spoofing everything in the genre. So, you know, I think it's, oh, it's, hell it's, yeah. it's, it's a nice wrap out for the decade. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I don't think they knew that they were spoofing it. They thought they were making something that was not. Oh, you like, think spoofing? they were being serious? Fuck yes. Okay, dude. originally they were. They were, that's what they were doing. They, uh, they had an, three directors on this movie. What? Yeah. The original director, this Andre, I'm not going to even try to pronounce his Russian last name. It's uh, insane. Kongolowski or some crap like that. But uh, I apologize for not speaking Kong- Russian. Kongolowski. But he got, he got fired by John Peters. And we all know John Peters. Uh, he was with Barbara Streisand for a long time. Kevin Smith's got that really great story about, well, he was trying to write like Superman. Yeah, and he was like, he was like I, want, "I want this uh, spider in there, and uh, I just I don't want Superman to fly." Um, you know, he tells that great story. But so anyway, John yeah, yeah. Peters fires this director because he was he had I guess too serious of a take on the material, and like he shot this film for three months. 
was let go, and some someone the guy that shot Rambo three stepped up, and then uh, the director of Wonder Purple Why. Rain <laughs> came in and finished it. <laughs> Music video director. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Well, you can Fuck tell yeah, on the man. lighting. Oh, no doubt. No right? doubt. I, I was thinking that this was like, you know, from the producers of uh, Naked Gun, you know, or <laughs> it's it's not it's not as hokey as that, but it, you know. It's close enough, man. It's close enough. Yeah, it, it, ha- it has that it has that ridiculousness to it. I mean, it's it's not electric boogaloo fucking release. <laughs> Canon uh, pictures. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think the comedy, the comedy of the movie works for the most part. It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wh- which whoever was the director that picked those parts, that was the best director. Like th- th- those kind of did work. I, I, There's a lot, a lot of funny racist shit in there. That's fucking awesome funny. I don't want to be killed it. by an immigrant jerk off. I want to be killed by an American <laughs> jerk off. It's like, what? I'm like, yes, I love it. It's like, dude, you're racist with a purpose. And maybe you're not racist, really, because you're like, if I'm going to get killed by a jerk off, I just need him to be the same blood as me. <laughs> but it pretty much opens with the, like, the best line ever. He's like, oh, he thinks he's Rambo. And he's like, Rambo's, Rambo's a, a pussy. pussy. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, Say that lets you know what movie that, Okay, in. so, so that, uh, actually, when, that, when I watched that, because uh, I'm the one that suggested this film, so I love it. I, I, I will talk to you about why I love it a little bit later. But, um, dude, I remember I watched that, and I was like, holy shit, I got to talk to Brian and Jared about this. Because I'm like, Did you get, do you guys think, like, Sylvester Stallone went up there and was like, hey, add this line in? Or do you think they added it in, and then he felt pressured, like, oh, man, if I don't want to do it now, I'll look like a fucking asshole, and oh, then yeah. I am a pussy. Hmm. Like, how did that transpire, like, to where he's like... Stallone did three rights on set. So do you think he approved... Like, that would be hilarious if he thought he was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> Fuck Rambo. <laughs> yeah, I think he's poking fun at himself a little bit. I, I get it. I mean, the, even the open, they kind of rip off... Uh, we were just talking about Rush Hour last week, and they—I uh, went back and rewatched the first Police Story. And when Jackie Chan like stops the bus, it's the same way Sylvester Stallone stops the truck in the open of this. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, you know, I think they were with, with just like shooting a snub nose fucking like pistol. <laughs> with like, like, what the fuck is that, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, it, it's 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 really it's about the fashion of it. It's not about the impact of it. It looks really good with a suit, bro. As a suit man oh, myself. Okay. He 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 was not like a good suit, and that I gun, like that he went light color suits instead of like super dark. I, like yeah. I don't know, it, it's different. It's good. Yeah, brought out his sexy ass, bro. Mm. <laughs> I mean, well, you're right. This this is a love story between two men. You know? Oh it, yeah, it, it, this it, is it, definitely it. a romance. <laughs> There's even a sexy shower shower scene. <laughs> I know. And he's like, "Don't get your hopes up." <laughs> and I'm like, "No." <laughs> oh my! Did you guys watch that Arsenio Hall uh, interview with Sylvester Stallone or Russell? Ah, shit! I ah, shit! Sure. No. I did oh, not. Man, man. I, I'm sorry. I was cracking up in, in that because they uh, Arsenio Hall was like, you know, uh, me me and the people we went with the movie with, uh, we, we took a vote on who had the best ass, uh, and it was Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of ass shots in this film, and they're all men. There is no misogyny in this film at all. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long gay love story between two people that don't want to admit they're gay. That's all this film is. Um, there was somebody else who was supposed to be Kurt Russell's part. Oh, yeah. Um, was that, was that Kevin it was Bacon? Patrick Swayze. 
No, it's Patrick Swayze. Yeah, you're right. It's Patrick Swayze. And he went on to yeah. do Roadhouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he did yeah. Roadhouse instead, which uh, I don't know. What do you think? Should he have done this? No, oh, hey, no, man. No. I love Kurt no. Russell, dude. Kurt I Russell is awesome in this. Kurt Russell's the reason I like this movie. Dude, yeah, same. Yeah. He, Fuck yeah, even though dude. He had, he had Patrick Swayze's hair, kind of. Um, well, yeah, they both had <laughs> each other's hair the whole fucking 80s, man. I get them yeah. confused all the time. Kurt Russell and I love always him. rocked that mullet, bro. Like, the whole 80s. Yeah. I, like, the thing he had that. Uh, Escape from New York. Escape from New York. <laughs> Escape from L.A. <laughs> Even in Silkwood, he was rocking that mullet. Oh, but he, here's the other thing. Why did he not make fun of his movies, like, with, you know, fucking Escape from L.A. and shit? Oh, bro, that's because nobody saw Kurt Russell movies, man, in the theater. Uh, like, this was his biggest hit to date. Um, like all of his other movies, like are you, are you serious? Yeah, they were kind of bombs, man. Even though, like, you think about like all the movies that Kurt Russell was in, like The Thing and you know, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, those were box office bombs. Really? Yeah. What? That's why Kurt so, Russell kind of stopped working with John Carpenter. John Carpenter directed both those movies, and they just weren't successful. And that they they came up on um, home video and TV then. Yeah. So Holy shit! Okay. So they, they they were kind of the first wave of of home video then, really. Oh yeah. Well, well, I guess uh, it would uh, have to getting, be after this film the because what Brian is saying is this film is the first one that actually made money with his name on it as a co-star that kind of right. like launched him, launched him. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't know if it launched him, launched him. Um, no, 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 in the in the eyes of audience, not not the industry. Oh, I don't. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like everybody always likes his movies and everybody likes his performances, and yeah, usually everyone's he, like, oh yeah, he's a guy. Oh, wait. But what I were you saying? Were you saying right this is this. the first one that he made a lot of money? Or well, yeah, this I is think... the first one that was a box office hit. I mean, oh, Overboard okay. was a big movie, was it not? And he did that right before this. I yeah, think. but I think it made like a domestic gross of it was like under thirty million. Not that this was huge. This was like uh, sixty three domestic, and it made one hundred and twenty worldwide on a budget of fucking fifty four million, which is gigantic. Okay, let's put that in perspective. Batman that came out the same year cost like thirty five to thirty eight million. Holy shit. Right? Like, how? Holy I... shit. Three different directors. Yeah, it's a lot of reshoots, man. Reshoots cost you oh, a lot of money, man. Dude, hell yeah, man. Shit. You got to get everybody back together and fucking. Dude, oh. not just that. You got to pay them all the same fucking price that you paid the first time. And then you got to pay everyone else the same fucking thing. And they. Ooh. Yeah, and I like filming and stopping <laughs> four different times. Jesus Christ. I don't know what contracts were like in in the eighties. I you know I was just a wee little lad, um, so yeah, I don't know if they even had like reshoots scheduled for films then. If that was already like booked in you know the schedules like it is now. Oh, that's tr- well, no, no. There's no. It'll be the opposite. They would have been reshoot scheduled in the eighties contracts because they were spending a lot more money on actors than they do now. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, n- nowadays you do a contract, it's for that, reshoots. You remember that whole controversy about all the money in the world where they had to replace Kevin Spacey? Oh, and put yeah. And uh, Christopher Plummer. And then, you know, everyone's like, hey, all the men got paid for the reshoots except for, you know, she got scale. You know, the. the oh, Michelle the, Williams, yeah. Michelle she did, Williams. Yeah, she waved her feet. So, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, no, no. Like, in the 80s, reshoots would have been within the contract. Nowadays, it's like, that's a separate thing. All right. So, n- note to self, young filmmakers, hire Michelle Williams because she'll do reshoots for free, and Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is an asshole. Yes. Yes. Or he just yeah, likes he, money. Exactly. Well, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with money, bro. But, like, dude, it's like if me and Jared, like, if I hired both of you guys for a job and then it got canceled 
and I only pay Jared and I don't pay you a cancellation fee. Do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the same thing. Like, that's a dick move. It's like, I got the money. I should split it between us because we're buds. Bro, you pay Man, me when you're making a movie with someone, you're, oh, that's all, yeah. I'll do anything yeah, for you, bro. Exactly, bro. Like, we're, anything, you know, we're buds. That's right. And when you're making a movie, you're buds. And I think he fucked his butt up. I don't care that he made that extra million. It's not about the money for me. It's like, dude. Fuck it, yeah, make all the money you want. It's fucking great. We live in a capitalist society. I want to make all the money I can. <laughs> but it's just like, hey, no, man, true. split split the fucking wealth with your buds, man. When you go and make a movie, it's like you're going to a war, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are going into battle. Yeah, there's no fucking friends. No one wants to... Everyone that calls you just wants something from you. doesn't matter if you're the actor or the fucking production assistant. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh. It's just, there's this... It's like we feel abused, so we just were by ourselves for like two, three months. <laughs> it's like those, those become your buddies. Those are your friends. You can't fuck right. them over like that and be like, I'll take a million and fuck you. You do it at scale. <laughs> fuck that shit. Mm. That, that does happen a lot, though. It does. Yeah. That's, that's, what are you going to do? Sorry. Fucking assholes, yeah. man. Tango and Cash. But again, you see, Tango <laughs> would have never done that to Cash. <laughs> Tango came and helped Cash mm. when he's about Whoa. to get fucked up. I think it depends on the, the the time you catch them because at the beginning of the movie they're you know they they know of each other they just they've just never met because they're in different parts of the city. Yeah, um, I, I I found that very hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, that's that was pretty that's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, dude, the the city is so big that even oh, the yeah, crime yeah. syndicate is split between yeah. east and west. <laughs> <laughs> James James Hong's over here. The east. There's and a Mexican like... guy on one, and there's an Asian guy on another one, I... and the white guy is running both of them. Oh, yeah. dude. Oh. Can we talk? Let's talk about Jack Palance for a minute, man. Uh, Holy he was shit. Good. I loved him. He's a good villain. He's like, he's like a, a really awesomely good, shitty Bond villain. Like, he took the Bond villain and gave him an 80s twist. It was fucking brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> What's up with the rats? Why does, why does he have two rats and he names them Tango and Cash? What's up with that? Because that, that's his, that's his proc, you know, it's his little. Every henchman's got to have a little pet. You yeah, know, bro. So they're they're playing the on rats. all those tropes. And they're cute, <laughs> fluffy ones. <laughs> is, is he. It, okay, so in the movie Scrooged with um, Bill Murray, is he the boss that comes to him the first time that's dead? Uh, man, it's been so long since I've seen, seen that. Yeah, I haven't playing seen golf. That. I haven't seen that in forever. Because the because the other guy who's the like the Q type character, the guy who builds all the crazy shit. He, yeah, he, he, he was also in Scrooged. Uh, yes, he is. No, yes. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was just I was just thinking, uh, you know, is the. Um, is Palance, was he in Scrooge? So I'm going to look that up to see if I'm right. Maybe. I don't remember him in that, but that it has been a long time since I've seen that. It's been like HBO days back in the 90s last time I saw that. Oh, man. I think we should do that for Christmas. It's one of my favorite movies. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. We should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could just do uh, all the different uh, film adaptations of A Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck, man. Let's not, let's not put ourselves through that. <laughs> But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't. Uh, but no, uh, he, 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 it doesn't look like he was in Scrooge. It will devolve from that to, um, you know, hey, let's review Christmas at Graceland and make fun of all of it while we're drunk as fuck. Ooh. I don't, I don't want to get to that point, bro. No. Hey, hey. So, so question, guys. Um, this film, all right. So it's yeah. a, it's a buddy action comedy, right? Uh, whether they did it too or not. Um, and you got some of the biggest egos from the 70s and 80s, macho men and all that stuff in this position of being, you know, in power and cops and all that stuff. How do you think their dynamic was, man? Like, I know the plot 
look, this film has so many flaws, but it's just it's so beautiful. But what, what I'm curious from both of you guys is, a plot aside, dude, first impressions um, of like when you saw it, like about how they came to be, who they are, how they were kind of, you know, kind of like the story, the plot line. How, how, what, what, what were your thoughts? Well, you were talking about a second ago. I was like, was it how they had their, their, their interactions with each other? I thought it was kind of weird that, okay, so Tango is like the number one police officer. And then Cash is is like uh, is the uh, is the the rougher around the edges, you know. But he he he's he's he also is is you know he's coming up close second. But when they get together, like toward the end of the movie, uh, it feels like Tango is like, "Whoa, Cash, aren't you sure? Are you sure?" He he, he felt like that, that like he was questioning a lot more, and, and that 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 Cash was way more. Uh, certain of himself, especially during the driving scenes where they're driving that ridiculous tr- uh, truck around that's just constantly shooting. Oh yeah, and the uh, prison next game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's leading all of that, oh, and, and Cash is like, "Are you that. sure? Are you sure about this? Are you sure about this, Cash? Are you sure?" He just keeps asking that over and over again. You know, the guy's about to start dating your sister. You got to give him, uh, you that know, some self esteem. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was a good turn because they 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 totally had me convinced that that was his girlfriend. That was that's a great spin in in the movie. That was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he comes in and he's just, she's like riding him, and it's all he. <laughs> well, wait, uh, oh, it's finally in there. Wait, in, the, in, the, in that first scene, didn't don't don't didn't she introduce? Didn't Terry Terry Hatcher's no. character no. introduced as the no. sister? No, no, no. They, play, they play it as a love interest. Yeah. Oh, yep. I, I, yeah, I've seen this movie, man. Yeah. No, I bro. actually hadn't seen and this they, movie in about twenty they, years. They, they, they played it as his girlfriend that's like leaving him to go dance yep. because he's always busy with his work because he like yep. dismissed her to get on the fucking phone and he's like, "Hey, I'll, I'll let you." Like you know, and she's just like, "She's yeah, like, yeah. fuck it, I'm I'm leaving." And then you see like Cash go to meet this girl that like Tango her. told him after the escape, like, "Hey, if you need me, you can find me here." You know, I, I can't do Sylvester Stallone thing, but you know, Yo, some cool. and that scene is ridiculous because she has a sexy drum solo, but she sucks oh, at drums. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's so bad. That is, like that is the whitest girl fucking trying to fucking percussion <laughs> that, dance shit. I'm like, you ain't so Selma bad. Hayek. Ridiculous. That giant fan behind her. Yeah, yeah, you, you oh. ate in a like, Give me the drumsticks, you know, and like, oh my god, dude, she cannot. She she has no rhythm. I, I think she was trying <laughs> to like sexily hit the drums, like, oh yeah, this is. Ooh, look I don't at me. know, man. It bro, sounded like bro. a four year old with a yeah, drum yeah. kit. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. That that, that would have been like me pretending to know how to play music. Yeah, She's man. like, nobody's it, listening it, to the drums. Like. They're just exactly. watching the bongos bounce Why up and down. Why are you still wearing your clothes? Stop it. <laughs> like, what is even happening? Is this is this performing arts stripping? Are we at, club? Are we at a strip club? Like, is, is this, this a burlesque? Is this a strip club? <laughs> yeah. Is it burlesque? Is it like a fucking performance oh. art? Like, but it's performing arts with stripping? Like, yeah. where's this fucking club? club? I want to go see it. It's awesome. It's, it, because Dude, it wasn't a strip club. There's titties all over the movie. You know, why wouldn't she work at a strip club? Yeah. I mean, when they're in the know. back, they, they but have it to wasn't. Throw it was the boobs. Well, well, I, I love the first time you see yeah. tits is when they go by and, and the people are like fucking in the car. Oh. But but the girl the girl leans up in such a way that you can see both tits. <laughs> it, it was very un, it was very awkward looking. Yeah, the way and you she saw a little back. side tit. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like it was like okay, honey, we need you to lean that right shoulder up a little bit more. Dude, you come up, okay? Man, that was the busiest parking <laughs> deck ever. There was a homeless Dude, person yeah. in there. There was a Russian guy getting in his car, oh, and man. there were people fucking. I know. It's like anywhere but, he ran, there's people doing shit. But. Them, the truck running through and busting all the fluorescent lights out was so fucking cool. Like that's that's excellent. You know that that that's great for for that type of scene. 
Hell yeah. yeah I think man. all the action moments are. Oh, they're on point. Yeah, they're all ridiculously over the top awesome. Yes. <laughs> they are so over the top. That's why this film is awesome. That's right. Dude, it's, it's like because James, well. James Bond. Um, um, okay, so. Who who was the last James Bond in the in the nineties? I love him to death. He's my favorite one. Wait, in the nineties? Uh, Timothy Dalton or, uh, was Bond. Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Timothy, um, Timothy Dalton. License to Kill came out the same year. Yeah. Yeah, and so but like, dude, you know, some of the ones before Timothy Dalton got super fucking dumb, silly. Do you know oh what I'm no saying? doubt. Yeah. And like that's why I love Tango and Cash so much because they take that but they make it look good. He even has gadgets. He's got like that bullet dude, that, turns into, yes! that turns into like a like a um, like a, a lockpick. Yes. To yeah. like pick the door to go into, and, 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 and he's got a he's got a boot a boot the gun, boot gun, you know. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome, dude. <laughs> dude, it's fucking awesome. It's fucking it's dumb as hell, but it's fun as hell, man. I love it, dude. So is that guy a uh, family cash? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I like that. That was nice. They're good moments, dude. Um, so they, they they get put in a jail for only eighteen months for uh, for murder. Yeah, they're white, bro. <laughs> and they're cops. They're white cops, bro. We picked like, the worst month to do this fucking series. Uh, we I know. I thought that was. I th- you know, I was driving earlier today, and I was thinking, like, man, we're, we're doing, we're doing like all these cop movies. I, 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 I feel like we have to make the statement of that. We didn't we do this on everyone purpose. Everyone, and we love everyone. Yeah. Hey, we're doing but this is doing feel good buddy movies. The next next week's Turner and Hooch. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, this is Buddy Month, man. It's Buddy Month, and then it's fucking you know whatever. Uh, After that, it's Sarsky and Hutch. Who knows? Uh, we'll, you know? <laughs> we'll, we'll balance it out. We'll, we'll throw in some heat of the night to uh, you know get, oh, get, get something to talk about. Yeah, you know. But anyways, um, so like yeah, that whole setup though. Yeah, the whole time I watch him, like, okay, come on, come on, come on, man, just go to jail already. Go to jail, start the film for me, like, get over with the setup. I don't care. I knew it was going to set you up. Go, like, just get on with the story. Oh, my God. It was, it was that, that part, that's when you felt like, oh, that first director of thumbprints went on. It was like, oh, oh yeah. let me make this a little serious. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, get to the fucking good action parts. <laughs> man, dude, that jail is so fucking ridiculous. Oh, with oh, all the yeah. burning, and falling, and all that. There's like this is the insane amount of tra- <laughs> He's like, he's like, you know what I hate the most? Litter, litter. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, just, it's like shit just raining down. What prison do the guards are just like? Yeah, just set that shit on fire and throw it out your cell. Yeah. There's even like on their uh, th- their <laughs> and they're walking guy. them. No, there's like a dude they're piss, trying to piss on them. Do you guys yeah. see the the piss coming yes. down? Yes. No, no. Wow. Oh, dude, it's, it's awesome. Go on YouTube too. There's a slow mo one of it where like people pick the film apart. It's fucking hilarious. But it's like oh. not only that, the guards are walking them while all that shit is burning <laughs> down. Like how dumb is that shit? I'm like, well, it, it, the, the guards are walking them in, but like they but they also let him stop for a second to slam this other guy's face yes! into the bars. Yes, <laughs> like you know they don't give a fuck in this prison. <laughs> it's, so, it's so like I don't know it. It is completely out of a comic book at that point. Yeah, it's no like doubt. okay, this is not. This is no longer a silly action movie. This is way ridiculously over the top. This is no way in shape or form reality. But but they sell it, you know. I mean, you know, it's just like Demolition Man. It's ridiculous, but but it sells. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I I, I think this was the catalyst for Demolition Man. I, I can guarantee see that. the people that produced Demolition Man saw this film and were like. <gasps> This motherfucker is great at dumb shit. Same Put as, him in it. As, uh, as Demolition Man. Stuart Baird. Is it really? Yeah. Stuart Baird was a oh, supervising awesome. editor on this. And uh, yeah, he also cut Demolition Man. He's one of my favorite editors, man. He's oh, done all the big action movies. Like, you can think of a big action movie, he cut it. 
He cut Did he commando? do speed? No, he didn't do. No, okay, all right. Well, okay, all right, all right. So you can't, you can't say, Jay you can't say like, things like that. <laughs> Jay and I immediately like, like commando, two. speed, lethal weapon two, bitch. Did, I want to watch the second edition. Oh what? That's I want the original. Lethal weapon two is the best lethal weapon film, bro. I can't wait till we do the lethal weapon movie. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Let's do that in July. Let's continue the buddy month. But yeah, no. That, that, I, I really liked his his work in that uh, in that montage when they, it's the like the headline newspaper and they're like cutting back and forth between that and the courtroom. Yeah, and they're giving their little antidotes where like, oh, this, we're gonna take Job of the Hut here, and uh, I forget what they said. <laughs> you know, we're gonna like kill him or something and pay him a visit. I'll bring the chainsaw. You bring the beer. <laughs> Again, in 2020, it looks awful as hell, but it's fucking hilarious as hell too because it's like. These two cops are sitting there being accused of corruption and killing someone, and they're like, we're going to kill you, motherfucker, after this is all done. <laughs> well, hell, they're the ones that <laughs> fucking set him about up. Us. Yeah, man. Fuck it. Well, dude, even, even Stallone, when he's like giving his big, passionate speech to the... <laughs> to, to the uh, fuck, I guess it's not the jury, to, to, to the jury. court. Yeah. To the court, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's sitting there, he's like, maybe I've been a little guilty of being rough on criminals. <laughs> it's like, ooh, buddy. What's up, Dirty Harry? This is not aging well. <laughs> <laughs> but what was hilarious right after that is like his interaction with fucking cash right because like then he stands up and he's like fuck this and that guy that guy is literally like like literally it's 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 taking a new york manhattan cop and putting it with like an uh, Alabama Mobile Alabama cop, like you, get, you get the. But, they, but the entire the entire courtroom like erupts in, in applause when he does that. Though it's fucking awesome. Everybody's like, yeah, yes, yes. He's, he's that, that blue collar guy. Yeah, they're like, yes, fuck this bullshit. Oh man, That's excellent. I, I will have to say this is the most macho high five I've probably ever seen in, in oh, film yeah. history as well. The, the way this movie ends. At the end. Oh, hey, hey, Brian. Hey, well, Brian. Yeah, they, they, hey, Brian. There's a. Hey, Brian. There's a freeze frame there too. Oh, don't you see? Yeah. Don't oh, you see? It's perfect. My, my point is validated, bro. Freeze frames are amazing. Wait, this is a comedy. Oh, no. You're making a drama. Especially, especially no, especially in the '80s, freeze frames. That's how. That's how you end it, bro. That's said they're doing every single trope. But I, I love how they tease. They, they, they do the. They do a runner with the, uh, with the high five. Like they almost do it. Like, uh, and they're like, uh, no, no, no. You know, and then they almost do it again. They're like, we're not going to run end. and jump and go, hey. Yeah. But, but I, like, I like how when they high-five, they, like, grasp fingers. Oh, dude, yeah, it's, like, it's totally interlocked. Well, it, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, it's, 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 that, it's that commando close-up, bro. It's that Arnold Schwarzenegger goddamn signature fucking thing that they ripped off, you know? But they did it with the soft hands. Because those men are not macho, okay? Oh man, they're they're they're, oh, no, they're, they're softies. They're just they're just they're soft. You know. They're softy machos. They do the high five. They're not real yeah. men like you know Arnold Schwarzenegger or Commando, but you know. I was surprised about how how small uh, Stallone looked in this movie. He does not yeah. look like Rambo, Rocky, big. Well, he's yeah, not bro. on the steroids for this movie. Yeah, man. <laughs> he just wanted to look slim in that I Italian suit. I guarantee you, the motherfucker did steroids. I mean, Fuck, like, yes, dude. he did. Yeah. Oh, no all right, Pee Wee. Oh, yeah. What they say in the movie when they're <laughs> looking at each other's dicks? <laughs> Cherry. <laughs> Not that Pee Wee. <laughs> Damn. Oh, you took it. You, t- you, you took it to a, a different level. 
<laughs> you don't like Pee Wee Herman? That- you don't like Pee Wee Herman? I love Pee Wee Herman. Uh, also, he was the biggest cocaine dealer on the planet, according to Blow. So I kind of like him <laughs> as that guy from Blow, not from Pee Wee Herman. I like him being gay and fucking hookers and uh, uh, being friends with stewardess and, uh, you know, Johnny Cash and selling cocaine uh, for Colombians. It was fucking awesome. But him as Pee Wee Herman, I'm like, ah, you're creepy, bro. <laughs> like, cocaine dealer? I'm good. I love you, man. Great actor. If you're going to look at me when I jack off in this theater, I want eye contact. No. <laughs> Don't break eye contact. Con- no. Don't break Run eye away. contact. No. Run uh, away, bro. Pee Wee Herman, go home and masturbate. Life lessons. <laughs> Too weird, bro. Too weird. I swear to God, that's just weird. Ooh, man. That's like that's like that's like Blue's Clues, man. You guys remember that motherfucker? That shit is creepy as fuck. Wait, what happened with Blue's Clues? I missed that one. Oh, bro, like he had a fucking talking toilet that sounded like a seventy-year-old man. He's like, "Yes, put your poop in my mouth. Come on in me." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Did is you not dead? see? Did you not see? Look who's talking. Which one of those? Give me a pee. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the era this movie comes from, bro. Give me your pee-pee. Oh, that, that That's hilarious. the era this movie comes from. It's fucking creepy. The it's toilet's like all scary. It's got evil eyes. Yes. It's got teeth and shit. He's like, give me your pee-pee. <laughs> Oh, that's the best thing in that movie, man. Those are really good movies. Uh, Well, the first two are. I don't like the ones with the animals. With with the dogs. Who's talking now? Yeah, that's yeah. That that was that wasn't for me. They should have stopped it too. With Danny DeVito, bro. Oh, is that who the voice was of the dog? Yeah, yeah. That's what the 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 dude, the boy dog is. Oh damn, maybe I need to go back and and rewatch. I I think the other one's Diane Lane. If my if if my if my memory is serving me, Diane Lane. Yeah, she's is. Did did she have a comedy background? Because I just mostly know her for, like, dramatic and, I don't know, the couple supporting action stuff she's done. Okay, Look Who's Talking Now is uh, from 1993. Holy crap. Starring Diane Keaton. My bad. I knew it was a Diane. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, it was in my brain. It was a Diane. I like, yeah. Anyway, Come so, on, yeah, bro. yeah, and Diane, Diane Keaton, she's excellent. Anyways. She's, oh, she's she is. Beautiful. Dude, for an older woman, yes. Like, still. For for an every woman, yeah, yes. <laughs> Diane Keaton, like is her and Her Helen Mirren, mm. dude. Yes. Oh man, oh my They're god, like regular bro, classy, classy beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Oh my god, gorgeous, beautiful women. Oh my god, and they're so fucking good too as actors. Dude, that's why I'm gonna be single for the rest of my fucking life, man. I can find a Helen Mirren on the. Yeah, you can stroll down the street and find that here, man. Oh, man. Uh, why did you have to bring up the beauty in this world? Yeah. Oh my God. Why would you not? Holy man. shit. Those women are fucking incredibly beautiful and incredibly fucking good at everything they do. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go think about these women for a minute while we watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let, let's Google uh, pictures. Uh, okay, uh, nude. Picks, Diane Keaton. Oh wait, something's got to give. <laughs> also, I was looking at uh, pre Weight Weight Watchers. I am not a part of that part of this film. I am not a part of this fucking part of the podcast. Right. I reject your hypothesis, sir. This trailer is brought to you by WA Films. Oh my God, fuck you! <laughs> Cut all that shit out. We'll be back, guys. I'll tell you one thing: whoever set us up is really connected. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Relax. Soap. And don't flatter yourself. Meet Ray Tango. He likes money. He's a Kong. He's a go. But doesn't bother with cash. 
Meet Gabe Cash. He won't dance around trouble and doesn't mind stepping on toes. I hate you karate guys. Two of LA's top rival cops are having a good time staying in rhythm. You know me, huh? Yeah, I hear you're the second best cop in LA. That's funny, I hear the same thing about you. But they're going to have to work together, even if it kills them. Like now! We'll take it. No, that's one of a kind. We won't put a scratch on it. Did you sleep with my sister? I was so drunk, I honestly, I don't remember, okay? Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell. <laughs> Tango and Cash. And we're back. That was the trailer for Tango and Cash. Or Cash and Tango. I'm kind of over trailers, Brian, because they ruin shit, man. This fucking trailer gives away that it's the sister. sister. That's, that was one of the best parts of the whole fucking movie is that is that, that little turn. Like, fucking my sister. Don't don't give that shit away in the trailer. Yeah, I know. I was disappointed at that, man. This is the first oh. time I've seen that trailer. Very uh. disappointed. No, I, 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 it's, look, it's guys, bad I, marketing. I need trailers in my life, okay? I know maybe you guys don't. Maybe you guys are like, uh, you know, Griggs and uh, need to go in cold turkey. That's not me. I yeah, need man, cold turkey is good. I need that. That VO, man. I mean, Ooh, okay, like, okay, okay, like Christopher Nolan, I'll watch his trailers. Or like fucking Jordan Peele, because both of those motherfuckers control their trailers. You get what I'm saying? They don't David give Fincher? away shit. It's fucking awesome. You know what I'm saying? So you like look at it and you're like, oh shit, I'm about to walk into some crazy ass shit. And you go in there and it's awesome. This shit gave away the whole goddamn best part of the film. I agree with Jared. I'm pissed. Yeah, man. It's like, you know, Last of the Dogmen would have been way better if they wouldn't have given away that there were Indians in the trailer. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's just, there's just things they need to hide. <laughs> Let some things be a mystery. I don't know. They kind of had the Indians on the, uh, the poster as well, so... Oh. Uh, uh, hold on a minute. I know an exact one that you're going to agree with me on, and that's when they uh, when they remade Pet Cemetery and they changed it to the girl instead of the boy, and and they they put that in in the in the trailer. Instead Did they? Of making the, and yeah, instead of making that a, uh, I don't a surprise. That. Hmm. Well, I think you. I would agree about with it, that, Ryan, one. on the podcast. We did yeah. talk about it on the podcast, man. Right? Yeah, I I haven't <laughs> seen that movie since the theater. It was all right. Yeah, it was pretty good. Same here. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, haven't done the revisit. Yeah. Eh. All right, so Tango and Cash, um, <laughs> the explosions. The I keep forgetting about them. They are awesome '80s, where it's like you see the explosion from like 15 different angles. Oh yeah, they, and like, they, they yeah they, they, they cut back, have a line of dialogue, and then they cut back and it explodes again. Like I'm like, what? <laughs> Dad, it's great. This is like the worst awesome film ever. I fucking love it. In the trailer, I, I, I remember the, uh, his giant laser on his pistol. Oh, it's like yeah. The, it's like the size of the gun. It's bigger than the barrel, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. There, Who messed sh- with my scope? <laughs> there's a Someone shot. Someone messed with my sight. Uh, there's a shot that right towards the end of uh, the first time we see him with that, and uh, the laser goes off and back on again. So I think it, maybe the wire in the back was a little loose or something, but it's interesting that... I did not notice that. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I see <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> uh, I did. I noticed it. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It's like, huh, yeah. they're all measuring dicks. I did <laughs> notice that they cut a lot of like the gore shots out when they were shoot actually shooting because they don't really shoot a lot of people in this movie. But at the end, when they go into the warehouse and they actually start shooting people, they kind of jump cut that bizarrely. Like it, like it'll be a shot and somebody will start shooting, 
and then it'll cut to a wide, and they'll get, like, flailing around, like, oh, I'm, I'm getting hit by the bullets, you know? And then it'll cut to, a, like, a tighter shot, and they'll fall, they'll just fall. Yeah. And you can tell there was some blood spray because there will be blood already on the floor. But it's like they cut the the squib effects out for some reason. I guess I, this was the 80s, so they were, like, super up every filmmaker's ass about violence. I just like how they um, – <laughs> there's this one shot where Cash is, like – shooting a fucking machine gun it's when he finally get the big rifles and these giant fireballs are coming out of the end of the barrels you know the the, um, the muzzle flashes and he's standing next to like the stack of boxes and he's just wildly fucking shooting and uh, <laughs> turning to the right at the fucking boxes and nothing's happening there you know the, obviously that you know they're they're blanks uh, you know just the there's no precision he's just bah! I just just spray in the room. Man, yeah, that man just said, "Fuck it." <laughs> when they started interrogating the the sound lab guy, uh, and like Cash starts shooting his equipment. The when he shoots the speaker though, that is a cool like it's all done in one shot, and he just brings that yeah. gun up, and you can actually see like the bullet damage on the speaker before it like, gets shoved out of frame. Or shot out yeah, of frame. The, like, th- they wasted all their money on that one and then forgot about the one that Jared just said. <laughs> like, ah, you know, yeah. we made that one look cool, so don't worry I, about I, it. I, 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 I think that it was just a little bit of, you know, it, it was more on the um, the actor side, you know, leaning more to the right and what, what they were expecting. But uh, they just went with it because it would be, you know, analyzing this movie like this. <laughs> yeah, <Nobody>. Jared. <laughs> Uh, so um, the the whole scene where after we've discovered that it's his sister and he's like, "Hey, don't date my sister," and then he goes up to his sister and is like, "Hey, don't you go <laughs> go around with him?" And I was like sitting here going, "Damn!" And then and then Kurt Russell goes, "I'm gonna date your sister any way I want." And I'm like, dude, wait, hold on. Like, neither of you guys are, like, giving her a chance. Like, does she want to date you or no? I'm just no, like, she's I'm going to date bro. your sister, oh, bro. Yeah. She, was, she was giving Kurt Russell the eyes and bro. a back oh, yeah, massage. I know. Bro, she like, she back was massage. already straddling him, you know. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. Yeah. She was, she's down, bro. <laughs> oh, Terry Hatcher. You don't have to be Batman to see that signal, if you know what I mean. Uh, like, well, you know, oh. baby steps. Baby steps. Hey, I want to get to the part about them with the fucking prison escape and okay so like Kurt Russell's like yeah man this guy like I've known him for 10 years he's helping us out <laughs> and Sullivan's like fuck that shit Tango's like I'm not doing this shit for you so Kurt goes on this own fucking journey on his own and he goes through that fucking big old goddamn fan which is obviously a fantasy version of what Hollywood thinks underneath prisons look like uh, but you know it's a cool set there's uh, always a giant fan room bro yeah. This time cool there set. were two fans. It's a cool set, man. <laughs> but you know what? The lighting even in it is pretty fucking cool. Oh, and no. This it, time it was, it's it got two really well done. Right? Yeah. And man, so and he goes I, up it, and he comes back. Is the lighting yeah. well done? Can we talk about the yeah. lighting for a second here? Yeah, sure. It's just kind of all over the place. Uh, like, oh, yes, like the daytime on, stuff on looks daytime great. Daytime exteriors look like shit. But, well, I see. I like the I like the beginning intro. Um, but see, the night stuff is just like really like weird stylized lighting like what's up with all the lights being really low to the ground and shooting up or shooting like right at the camera to create a lens flare i can yeah, they open doors and there's a bright light yeah, yeah, yeah. it's and there's hey, bro. smoke hey, bro. in every single shot that's when the guy 
that directed Purple Rain directed the rest of the film. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm going to redo these nights. <laughs> that's scenes. why those looked like that. <laughs> he's a music video director. He's like, I need smoke, wind, night, and flares, bitch. That's it. Winning recipe. <laughs> it is, yeah, it was just really bizarre. That's every music video fucking director on the world, man, in the world. Fucking, we all use that shit. I, I'm guilty of it myself. I, I really noticed it, like when right when they get those big construction cranes or whatever they are, and they get just ready came to out bust of nowhere. through the yeah. warehouse. They show the warehouse, and there's just these three lights that are just shining, shining through like hard man. And it's those like, are like, yeah, what are those? What, like, 10K lights, bro. There's and they just put them in the 10K shot. 10K lights on the outside. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It just looks so. I think Jared. I, I think Jared doesn't know which part we're talking about. I think he's looking it up and he's like, well, <laughs> "I'm gonna argue no. against it." No, no. I was actually looking up something else to see if I was right about uh, something I heard. Would you yeah. To tell you. <laughs> no, what, what were you guys talking about? We're talking about lighting. <laughs> we were talking about your mama. Oh no, yeah. Which brought like uh, I think I, I think I was reading this thing. It was like uh, Joel Schumacher was the original DP. And then Joel they, Schumacher, yeah, the director. No, he's he didn't come from a DP gra- gra- background. He comes from production design background. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I was double checking. That's why I didn't want to bring it up. So yeah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> that that don't sound right at all, man. Uh, you know what? Are you thinking about uh, Barry Seinfeld? Barry Seinfeld. That's yes. What, that maybe, maybe that, yeah, that's what it is. I, I think he was originally supposed to either shoot this or Demolition Man, and it was this. Was and it? Like the, he, he was hired on this, and Stallone fired and, him, right? And Stallone fired him, and brought on the DP from uh, Rocky Three. Now, man, that <laughs> I couldn't find any reason why he fired him, but because he's coming on and bringing his big dick around, and he wanted to bring his buddy over. You yeah, know, can you? Can, can I was gonna say? Can you imagine? God damn, man, like. But dude, Fuck, Barry was dude. awesome, bro. As an bro. actor, yeah, as yeah, an actor, that, to have Barry, that power. I, Barry Sonnefeld, that's my my brain was damn, wrong. bro, damn, damn. That eighties and nineties when powers when actors had those powers, bro. Oh you yeah, can't dude. Do that shit now. Stallone fired cannot, so many directors, man. They, they cannot do that shit now, <laughs> unless it's like Brad Pitt or Tom it's Cruise. Like a handful of people, Tom Cruise yeah. and Brad Pitt. Who else? Uh, that's I don't about know. It. George Clooney probably could. Um, Man. What? Yeah, no, he would just no. be like, "Yeah, you get the fuck out of here. I'll I, just direct I, this myself." I haven't <laughs> seen him. I haven't seen him in shit in like four years. You know, it's crazy that Barry Sonnefeld was the uh, producer of Wild Wild West, which is the uh, movie he was director of the it Will too. Smith shit. Uh, yeah, but uh, the uh, he was. Um, that's the movie where uh, the Kevin Smith story you were telling earlier about the big spider that the, the, the actual big spider appears. Oh shit, you're right. Because Peter's yes, pr- yeah. Peter's produced that. Okay. Oh my yes. god. Oh my. Holy shit! That <laughs> motherfucker finally got his way. Oh, he, got his, he finally got his giant spider in the third in the third act. Man, that that that's that's where a lot of money right there gets you. Giant spiders on screen. He's like, he's like, Dude, <laughs> he's like I've had film, this idea for years. <laughs> that film is so bad, bro. That film is so bad. And, and actually on the on the poster in between Oh yeah, there's uh, a tarantula. Our, there, there, there's the a giant tarantula. spider. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's a tarantula actually. It's bigger than a spider. <laughs> it lives out in the desert. Mm. Man, that was a terrible movie. Uh, the Wild Wild West, you became... <laughs> wicked, wicked, wild, wicked, wild, wild west. Oh, yes. mm. oh, my God, that was fucking awful. Dude, he turned <laughs> down being fucking the one in the Matrix to do that shit film. What a really? horrible fucking Oh, what, Will Smith? Yeah, Will Smith was going to be Neo? 
What you guys Dude, didn't that know that? That would have been fucking awesome. That would have been insane. I you guys totally didn't know this? No, I didn't know that. Whoa. Wait, what? I would, dude, go see the Will shit out of fucking Smith, Will Smith, Neo, man. Will oh. Smith was offered the fucking role to be Neo in goddamn the Matrix, and he said, "Um, sorry, I have another commitment. I'm gonna make Wild Wild West." Because there was a song attached to it, and all. I mean, he had he made way more money doing that. Hey, than bro. He would have. Oh, dude. Hey, bro. I want the Matrix Get rap the by Will Smith in my life. Yeah, we'll same here. Matrix. We'll hey, Matrix. Yeah, exactly. And then not to mention, Keanu Reeves made some fucking money. He bought everyone a fifteen fucking thousand dollar motorcycle for every single crew member. What on that a fucking badass movie. dude! He made how much so money much he money made. on those sequels. Dude, he made like five hundred million dollars, bro. And he brought the, the brought the crew people who worked on those to the John Wick series. So he he's solid as fuck, man. Like you know, that's, it's a good dude. Yeah, people don't uh, really uh, hire Keanu Reeves for his acting talent. <laughs> no, they hire no, him because everyone kidding. fucking he's loves fine. him, and he's a great actor. He's, 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 he's a beautiful, he's great, a, he's a great actor, actor man. man. You put him in the right thing, and he shines. But there is that one movie with him and his fucking wife where they're going to a fucking they're going to a fucking wedding, and it's just terrible. Just leave that one alone. <laughs> just leave that one alone. It's terrible. What move on that? after that. No, don't even say it. Just move on, man. <laughs> move on. We're not going down that rabbit hole. I love that guy, man. That guy's my dude, bro. He, but anyways, he, is, he is great, but that movie sucked. Will Smith could have been <laughs> the one. And instead, he did Wild Wild West because this producer walked in there and was like, wild. Hey, bro, check it out. I did Tango and Cash. It's not racist at all. Do you want to be in my next movie? It's got big spiders in it. <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, what the fuck? Will Smith, though, did go to star in Ali, uh, Ali. And I think he took that just because, like, Wild Wild West movie everyone bombed made so of bad. for being in Wild Wild West. <laughs> I mean, I think that's one of his best performances, man. I super love Ali. Ali. Ah, Ali. Ali. Damn. Can I fucking, fucking speak? Too many vowels, bro, close together. Ali. <sighs> Ali. Damn, bro. There we go. Damn, bro. A bit, that's a bit racist, bro. What? <laughs> My name's got 15 vowels in it, bro. <laughs> Can't say Ali, but you can say why. Maybe that's violist? Violist? I don't know. Vowelist? Vowelist? No. There we it go. Just, Fuck. It just, it just, I it just means, tonight. Yeah, it just means you're a white guy that speaks American English. It's all good. <laughs> okay, let's do it. You're, you're, you're the American cheese of, uh, of, of, of white people speaking. Thank you, yes. I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but I'll take it. Uh, we're kidding. We're kidding. You know, we love you, Brian. You have a very low melting point, but right, you're quite so tasty. When, when was the first time you guys seen this? Oh, man, I saw this as a kid. Um, USA Network yeah. TV. Well, I, I can't remember on like, TBS. I, I taped it off HBO. Yeah. Because this was one of the definitely four by three first movies um, I remember seeing boobs yeah. in. Yeah. Censored, probably. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, um, damn, Brian, you just reminded me of something. Thank you. Go ahead. Sorry, Jared. No, uh, you know, I just, uh, I actually have a vivid memory. I haven't seen this movie since then, and I was excited to see it in its original aspect ratio and everything, and I remember seeing the pulleys on the zip lines on the 4x3 TV when I was a kid. I, you could see it, and they did a lot better job. I don't know if, if however, they captured it for the digital uh, it seemed like maybe the color correction was, you know, that you, you could still see that they were pulleys that they were, you know, ziplining on, but they were hidden a lot better than I remembered. 
Wait, that that was your first impression? You're a fucking weird kid. Like, you went and saw this film? Dude, it's Jerry. And that Come was on. your impression? Like, oh, what no. the fuck, bro? I, I remember the movie being very fun and, you know, and all that. But uh, I just, for some reason, I, I just, that was something I wanted to check up on on my next viewing. Dude, you're a fucking weirdo, bro. You gotta enjoy <laughs> some movies and not think about that shit, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude. Jared's the thing, guy that I, sees the mic pack and other people are seeing a woman's heartbreak, okay? Yeah, yeah okay, dude. yeah, bring that painful memory back up. <laughs> well, God, God <laughs> dude, damn, so Jared, how the fuck are you living, bro? How the fuck are you living? Dude, I, I get all of it. You know, why, why can't I Why can't I enjoy the movie and the explosions and, and the ridiculousness and not catch the bullshit as well? Because suspension of disbelief, because once you catch the bullshit, it's like, ah, wait, now wait, I'm wait. back at work. Did you just say suspension of disbelief and we're talking about fucking Tango and Cash? That's the only way you can enjoy that film. You what? gotta be like, no. I don't have to worry that this is believable or not. Oh, dude, not dude, frame, but this That's the only way I can enjoy it. <laughs> None of this is believable. Yeah, this is like but I enjoy it. That's what I mean. Suspension of fucking disbelief, motherfucker. You gotta, like, know, like, I, okay, I'm fine. I don't oh. have to worry and disbelieve that this shit is incorrect. I'm just saying you that, just like, seeing it. things like, like you know, last last week's episode, the uh, fucking rush hour, you could see where Jackie Chan's hanging on a crane when he de- goes to the Hollywood yeah, sign. Yeah, man. It's you know, hard. Th- yeah, those you, you, you those are hard see- stunts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> want to see you do that shit, bitch. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> I, 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 I'll shut shoot the fuck it. up about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot it and frame that shit up properly. Oh. <laughs> oh. Camera out burn. Uh, That's, he's not burning me. He just burned a big old time, big time DP. That motherfucker's gonna be like, "Fuck Jared, I'm never gonna." Bro, hire that him. DP wasn't uh, fucking framing that shot. <laughs> DP was probably watching the damn monitor on the bottom of the bus. Shit, today they would shoot it just like that, and they paint that fucking crane out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just be like, "Fuck it, it." it yeah, it's just done. Uh, they could have done that in '98. I guess they were just like, "Yeah, fuck it." Or you know what? It's they so may not fast. Have saw it. You know, it's uh, they probably saw it, but it, it's so fast that you know you don't really catch it. Because I've seen that movie a thousand times, and I've never seen that until like I watched it this time. Oh, okay. So this is a new thing. So you weren't a weirdo when you watched it the first time. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, just making sure. Just making sure. Like you're like, hey, bro, I was nine years old when I watched this, and that was my first thought. You know, that fucking thing back there. <laughs> like. What a weird fucking kid. Because, like, I'm about no, to tell an true. intimate story, and you're, like, going, like, it's fucking, you know, it's weird. It's like, what the fuck? This, this is my first memory uh. of having a uh, movie night with my dad. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and we saw it over, um, in, in this, I was in Jordan, and uh, it was over Israel 2. So it was, like, the second channel that broadcasted out of Israel. So you got to see nudity that. Fuck with, yeah. with that fucking channel because the Arab channel like they cut out the kisses and shit back then oh right? they would show this uncut on, on Israel too? oh dude yeah because okay, some Israelis awesome. they're we, having fun they have nude beaches have bro they had nude beaches they don't give a shit they're like titties out oh just fine they gave it to us sir are you about have, ready to tell us a story beaches. how you got a popped a boner in front of your dad and it was awkward he's like he's like <laughs> you're like dad I'm, this is so awkward right now no, but what I'm saying is, Ooh, the shower scene is so sexy. This, this is this is the first time I watched a buddy comedy, or whatever it is, and my dad was around, man, and we watched the whole thing, and he treated me like a fucking grown man, and he didn't yeah, like try to like shot you know hide my eyes away or whatever. He just like you know treated me like a grown fucking. It was man. a bonding moment, it was a man. Bonding that's badass. Moment. Yeah, yeah, that's badass. It was over fucking tango and cash. It was hilarious. 
<laughs> so tomorrow night we're going to go out and murder drug dealers. <laughs> uh, no, sir. I am going to get back to playing FIFA 1996. We're all good. <laughs> oh, uh, man. PlayStation 1. Thank you very much. Man, that's awesome. I think I've watched. I don't know. You don't and know then what? we got into Bond I sh- films. I, sh- I should have watched that. more movies with my dad. <laughs> I well, need to hey, see man. more movies with my dad. Need to do more of that. There's, it's 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 the little things, man. It's it's like there's something about experiencing a movie with a crowd of people, but there's also something about experience uh, a movie with people you love. You know that way. There, it's a you know I don't know, man. That, that's a cool thing. I agree with you, man. I think some of my favorite films are are the ones I've, I've seen with you guys in person. Dude, yeah, man. We're still in COVID. What the fuck? It's doing seven. <laughs> What Man. the fuck? Nobody's wearing masks. Still COVID. Everybody's going out. No, yeah. Nobody gives fuck, a fuck anymore. Dude, no one gives a flying fuck, dude. It, it's Even old seems. ladies are like, fuck this shit. They're on Instagram. They're like, fuck it. I am out of a restaurant and fuck the mask and fuck all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Man. People are just, uh, dude, it's, dude when, we, when, when this first started, the first podcast, I sounded like a little bitch. I was about to cry towards the end of it. I think you can go back and listen. I was like, guys, I don't know when the next time we're going to do this together. It was just like, it was this fucking sad time. about it. This is the 11th time that we've done this. Dude, uh, this, this way. is getting fucking boring. It's like, we're getting boring? It. What? <laughs> we have, no. What are we talking about? <laughs> not you guys. What are you, what's happening it? here? It's are you breaking up with us? I'm not breaking up with you. <laughs> you see, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. All you bitches. You've been at home for too long. You're like little fucking stray cats. You're like inside a fucking closet. You're like, Rrr! Wait, now you're calling me a pussy? I am. Yeah, I bro. am calling you a Just fucking, like Rambo. I am calling you a fluffy <laughs> pussy. Just like Rambo. All right? You're a fluffy <gasps> pussy. And I have oh. a couple of them, which I love because they're like ragdoll cats. They're like, <laughs> They just run like, Hang back there. Oh, man. I have to hit the self-destruct button like they did in the villain lair. Can we talk about the villain lair in, uh, at the end of this movie? Fuck yes. It has steps. And it had lights underneath the steps. And I was like, yes. Every villain lair has steps to go up to the boss. You have to walk up to the boss. <laughs> I, I have <laughs> so many mirror. questions. Like, this building. Like, the exterior. Like, they keep saying it's a warehouse at an airport, yeah. right? Yep. So, I guess it's supposed to be an air hangar. But when you look at the outside of it, Man, it looks like a nice building. It's got like all these designs well, out know. front and these windows. Bro, maybe bro it's a, they're maybe doing truckloads of cocaine. Yeah, bro. Like <laughs> tanker truckloads. <laughs> they they want of they want their little Nespresso got money, room, bro. bro. I'm just yeah, it. It they, just... they have they have that little Nespresso room with the cocaine room right next to it, bro. The facade has to look good. Okay, some bitches are gonna come on over after this. You know, like they might as well have had a fucking neon goddamn sign that said "Bad guys here." Fuck yes, bro. It told you where to go in this darkly lit evening scene. And then (laughs) our our main villain, uh, Jack Palance, his bar is a rat maze. No, he has no. He has a little rat maze. He, those are his little pets. I my favorite thing of him is when he's watching the them like drive around in the car and shit's exploding. He's like, (laughs) yes, like that poor slap. He's like, I love it, man. Uh, and there's one part so where he bad. shakes his head and his glasses fall, and he catches it, and they leave that in the movie. I'm like, that was like, bad. How, how did that guy get <laughs> oh, that job? I thought job? that was nice. Like, like, oh, like how, how, how did that guy get that job? Like, was this director like, I watched this guy when I was a kid. I want to oh, give him a shot. He's been in all kinds of movies. Dude, he is He was so also bad. in Batman this year, too. Really? Yeah. Joker, so that's the first person bad. when like, the Joker comes back uh, for the first time. 
because Jack Palance plays the the crime boss. Which Batman? Uh, Tim Burton, Batman. Oh, okay. 1989, right. same year. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah I thought you meant the Batman. I was like, wait, what? No. Oh, no. Jack yeah, Palance is he, dead, man. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He He's so away. bad, though, man. He's so bad. Uh, how did he get that job? Wait, you are you saying he's like a bad actor in this movie? Yes, yes. Son, you're insane. Oh man, I think those he's laughs playing the character yeah. too much, man. Oof. I love it, dude. Much. I don't know. He's the only thing that turned me off about the whole film. Oh man, he is. I I'm not gonna complain about any of the performances here, man. The the only one that I don't really care much for is uh, actually Stallone and um, Terry Hatcher. Those really. Lois Lane. What? Oh yeah, I guess she was Lois Lane, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. She was great. Ah, she was all right. So far for Superman. I, I liked her. Her like her moment um, with the cross dressing Kurt Russell, like when she gets <laughs> on the bike and she's like, Get "Oh away. my god, that was great." Da, na, 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 na. And then and like when when the cop wanted to stop him, he's like, "What did he What did he say?" Like he called her name or something. Like he just goes like, "Hey," and she like looked at the cop, and the cop like just walked away, and he goes. When when Kurt like, Russell got my on. property or something, yeah, like exactly, that. yeah, and then and then he goes, "How about a threesome?" And they're like, "They fucking," I'm like, ah, "What the fuck?" That's fucking hilarious. Oh, like, man. who that wrote ever, that shit? Does that ever work? <laughs> no, it never works. The, it's awesome. The, the police captain always sits there when they pull away, and he's like, oh, yeah, dykes on bikes. I'm like, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah man. Yeah. We're oh, closing out God. the 80s, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that was ad-libbed because you didn't see him say that. It was a voiceover on top of that, so you know. Oh, what? It was? Yeah, yes, it was. So, like, yeah. it, it was ADR'd. That's what I'm trying to say. So, you know that they ADR'd it. They, like, they maybe, wanted that in there. Slice yeah, they, like, was like, they, they sliced that really shit in, in there. If, uh, yeah, like, you know, Ducks on Bikes, man. You know, you it's know, like, said, what uh, the you know, fuck? On bikes. What the fuck? <laughs> that and the uh, penis-sized jokes. Those, 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 are, those are very, very dated. They're fucking awesome! Because nah, their man. guns had penis sizes to them, too. It's fucking hilarious! <laughs> Dude, this whole film is a shit show of a fucking movie, but it's fucking hilariously awesome. I don't even know how to rate this film, man. Oh. I could go both ways. Are, are we there? I'm, I'm, I'm not going ratings. No, I'm just, I'm just giving you a prelude because 50 <laughs> fucking minutes of this film is prelude, and then 20 is the action, and then it ends. But I still love it. I just don't understand. I'm conflicted. <laughs> What did, how did you guys think uh, we were talking about Jack Palance how did you guys think about his what, what, what did you think of his death scene like when they finally confront him in that weird mirror room dude it was so quick right just like, no I, no, bang, I bang, like bang. I like that he's still going on in his fucking like uh, bad guy monologue and they're just off to the side having their own little thing and he's still like in there just talking. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> they, they could give they could give two fucks, you know, about that. You know, they're trying to figure I, out which one's him. That brings up a good point. So when they were doing that, could other people hear them? I, I thought so, but because they did that in the courtroom and like it didn't seem like anybody else was yeah. acknowledging that they, yeah. you know, yeah, you know. exactly, yeah. So like you they know, have a little moment. You, you, you gotta stop giving logic to this film after like the. When he goes like, I don't want to get beat by a foreign. I want to be beat by an American. <laughs> Bring out your American bad guy. Oh, okay, hey, see, we got him. Uh, He's the guy with the gigantic yeah. jaw. 
Yep, Man. exactly. He looks oh. also Mexican, so I don't know. <laughs> who, who, okay, so the guy who plays the British dude, the only thing I can remember him uh, Blade Runner. being in... Well, is okay. All right, yeah, you're right. There you go. But I was also thinking of uh, the Fifth Element. Who is? Oh, fuck! Yes. All right. It just snapped. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Anyways, terrible accent that he's doing. Like, holy shit, bro! <laughs> Did it switch? Was he doing Irish at one point? And then yeah, he was like uh, yeah, doing yeah, Irish yeah. He, and he Gaelic. Was, and... He was doing all kinds of weird shit. Yeah. Because they call him a limey in his speaking scene. Yeah. Dude, it sounded like you know you hired an idiot and you're like, hey. I need a fucking Irish accent. <laughs> They're like, you know. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me call my fifteen Irish buddies that are like fifth generation born in America, but they're all in Boston and they're all cold all the time and they're feeling like shit and they're yelling at others people. <laughs> they're just angry. I, I do like how his character doesn't even have a name. Pretty much, they well, they they figure out who his name is when they figure out where he lives, but they pretty much just call him Ponytail the entire film. <laughs> yes, they do. They're like, oh yeah, ponytail did that. Oh yeah, ponytail. <laughs> like what? What did that do you, bro? Are you gonna start calling Kurt Russell mullet? Mm. He's got the great feathered edges too, man. Man, Kurt Russell can't pull off the mullet. You know, I'm giving him shit, but hey, man, he's a sexy dude, bro. He's a sexy dude. He didn't give a shit with his wardrobe in this film, bro. It's like, oh, I'm letting it all hang out. Oh yeah, the rip, rip neck T-shirt. Oh but... yeah, when he's in the bar, yeah. Yeah. Or what is it called? The Cleopatra? What was it? Cleopatra something? What was it called? The Cleo- Cleopatra Club? I I, I know. I believe it's you. More Sylvester's sister stripped. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, sister stripped here. Strip. Her name's Harry Hatcher, her, her but you know. PG burlesque show. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Slash drumming event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. There is art behind it. They were trying to show the artistic side, Jared. <sighs> Man, gosh, you don't have to be so cynical. Oh, that bitch. So stupid. You're just like, you're just. Jealous. That's why. I'd love to. I'd love to have those set up in my house. You went up burlesque and you know play the drums at the same time. Fuck yeah, man! And have my you know straight up eighties hair. I'm like, yeah, man. Fuck yeah! You have Kurt Russell come up to you and be like, "Hey, get get out of here. Get me the girl with the green eyes." Man, it's good to see him doing something else. Right? Uh, He he always pops into things. I like that. He's great. What's up though? Like, I feel like James Hong got typecasted in his life. He was either the Either the wise old guy or the evil mastermind. I guess he was like second fiddle in this. Yeah, he was second fiddle. What's his name? Uh, Ron Howard's brother is in this film. Oh, Slinky. <laughs> he, he, he plays oh, the, the, the cellmate. It's sad. I hate that I don't know his name. It's because he's a really good actor, actually. Clint uh, Howard. You know, he was in a part. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious uh, and sad at the same time, but funny as fuck, because then he was like, I'm going to go do Apollo 11 and make you, like, fucking love me. Uh, Apollo 13, sorry. So when Slinky gets his face all tied up in, in the Slinky, yeah. did did he do that himself, or were they trying to imply no. that Tango did that? S- Tango, Tango did, did that, that to shut him up. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sad. And that, that, that's, and that's why he was like, get him, at the end, you know, like he, he like when they were coming in to... Yeah. But then it's he like, seems so up. cool with him in the fuck next scene. Yeah. So, Well, you know. Yeah, it's just weird. You know. It's hard you, to read. You can't justify the plot, bro. But, you know. Did you know that uh, Clint Howard was in Star Trek when he was like a tiny boy? And he looks exactly like he does now. Bald-headed. Like, you know. I, <laughs> dude. Wait, like the but, original but, like, but, Star Trek? Yeah. Like William OG Shatner. Star Trek. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's like a little bitty boy, but he's got like a like a man's voice or something. They the ADR. He's like this. He's like this creature. Oh man! That they find. Are you serious? 
I swear to you, it's how the episode ends. That guy. Dude, you got to send us that, man. His, I will. His brother will. is the only person that, like, puts him in, like, normal character roles. <laughs> so, no, no. He, he started out at, like, five <laughs> with this. So, yeah. Damn. Well, yeah, because Ron Howard got uh, started on Andy Griffith, right? Or yeah, was man. he on something before that? No, Andy Griffith. Yeah. And he's really good on it, too. Yeah. Dude, what a fucking legacy. And their daughter, his daughter. Oh, my God. Oh, man, she's, she's excellent. Yeah. And she's gorgeous. And she did she's a damn really good job directing an episode of The Mandalorian, too. Yes! I met her for, like, two seconds at a House of Blues in Orlando in 2005. Man, she's so beautiful, too. God. Yeah. Is she that pretty in real life, Jared? <laughs> It was, it was like, seriously so quick that it, I don't really remember much of it. Oh, bitch, come on. Jared, yeah. Jared said I mean, all the blood left my head, okay? I don't remember that moment. Yeah. It went to the oh. other head. <laughs> Misogyny can be fun. Uh, yeah, this film's got it. Uh, are we at ratings here, guys? Or are you looking something up, Jared? I was just sending you guys Clint Howard. You just got it. <laughs> Jared, you going first? Uh yeah, man, this movie is uh, one of these like terribly bad movies that is awesome. You know, it, it's 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 like so bad it's good, uh, it, it's executed extremely well. It's it's like if you're gonna do this, you know, do it and and, and be really sincere about it. I think it's like like I said earlier, it's kind of the same reason I think that the Naked Gun movies work. It's just because they just executed them pretty well, at least the first one. Um, <laughs> anyways, I don't know, man. I, I, I really love this movie. I, I think it's fun. I, I, I remember seeing it as a kid. I, I think this is like one of those movies that if you grew up, if you're anywhere near our age, uh, you, you've seen this movie a thousand fucking times. I think this is one of those movies that just played constantly. So I, I feel like, like Wahid said earlier, I, I think it's like it's just it, maybe a little bit of it's just kind of ingrained into you because you, maybe you've just seen it so many times. But uh, anyways, I'm going to give it an eight. Solid. Fun. Ooh. All right, um, well, I'm gonna let you go last since this is your pick. Um, oh damn! Yeah, you know, I'll let you close out, bro. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna give this yet. Um, I, I kind of need to talk this through for a little bit because, like, yes, this movie is dumb, but it's—I don't think it's so bad. It's good. Like, this movie knows kind of like its tone, which is kind of incredible considering there are three directors on it. So that's kind of amazing. I'm not really sure what the serious movie they were gonna make. Because I can't even imagine that, you know, like Demolition Man Two, prequel. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, I don't know, man. Like, you know, like if if a movie knows what it is, like I can't really knock it for being a goofy version of that, you know. Like, yeah, this this is not Lethal Weapon. You know, Lethal Weapon tries to do something um, serious and insert the one-liners that you're, you know, that <laughs> that the '80s is known for. But uh, man, I just. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't I can't really take points off for the tone here because I it's consistent throughout the entire movie and it makes it really sense. Um, and I, I don't think that's bad filmmaking. I mean, that's it, it's a comic book and it may not be your thing. Damn, dude. I mean, this movie does work for the most part. The chemistry of the actors is pretty well. It, yeah, it works pretty well for the most part. Um, there's some moments where Stallone will say something and I I'm just like, Ugh. you know, but. I mean, dude, Kurt Russell is so fucking... I love Kurt Russell, man. I got a fucking goddamn hard on for that guy. He is great, man. I just... Everything that guy is, he just improves stuff for me. I just... I love how he delivers lines, and... I don't know. I think I'm going to give this a... Uh, I think I'm going to give it a nine, man. Uh, I'm going to take a point... Respectable nine. Yeah, I'm going to take a point off for the lighting. Uh, the lighting just doesn't Damn. make any goddamn sense. And, uh, you know, they had three directors, so some of the editing's kind of 
weird, but I mean, some of it works so fucking well too, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I'm gonna go nine. Here, here. Hell nice. yeah, bro! Damn, way I, higher I, than I, I was I, expecting. Yeah, I was yeah like, man, I, I was I was thinking he was gonna I, go I, six. Six, yes. Yeah. No, I, I don't think you can take points off for this movie's tone, man. You know, like I even think this. This has a better tone than like Rush hey, Hour. We're, we're gonna we're gonna add like a, a a big like auditorium clap uh, sound effect underneath here for you for giving this such a good rating, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're like, yes, uh, dude. I'm glad you did that, man. Because everything that you just said and everything that Jared just said, like, all applies for me, man. And I have like. It's one of those fucking films. It, it was always fucking on, man. It was on yeah. TV. Like, dude, I knew when I emigrated to this country, I knew two actors. I knew John Travolta. I knew uh, Sylvester Stallone. And the reason I knew Sylvester Stallone is I've seen him in Rambo, and then I've seen him in Tango and Cash. And that's all I knew Sylvester Stallone to be. Do you get what I'm saying? Really? And like, so not like, Rocky? It was No, no. Overseas, overseas, it's not Rocky. Overseas, it's, um, you know, the big action shit. The shit that you don't have to, like, you know, you can relate to it because it's war. So it's not like, you know, like Rocky is the underdog American story. It's different. That kind of doesn't, you know, but, like, fucking Rambo. It's like, yeah, this motherfucker's jacked up, bro. He does cocaine, (laughs) takes fucking guns, and goes and kills motherfuckers. Everyone in the rest of the world is like, yes, we love this film. We, we get it. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. He's fucking, you know, fucking Rambo. But you see, that's what I love about that guy. He is Rambo, he is Rocky, and he's Tango. That's what this film is for me. And I love it, so I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Wow. Super high. All right, all right. Yeah, for it. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good, fun fucking film. It's dumb as hell, but it's fun as hell. That's what I like to like. Their tag should have been like, "Dang on cash, dumb as hell, but fun as hell." <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Like these kind of jokes, like it reminds me a little bit of Commando, but Commando is almost the point where it's like it's actually kind of bad. Yeah, but it's good because it's bad. But I, I exactly. don't. I don't know if that applies to this. I don't know. There, there's a genre for all this stuff, man. And it's just it's just it's just nostalgia, 1980s kids, and it's dumb, but we love it. Because now we're looking at it from the eyes of 2020 as little children, but we also make movies. So, like, we can get to criticize the cameras and stuff, but deep down inside, we're like, ah, this film still smokes at me, bro. <laughs> no, man. It's very good. Kurt Russell, I love you. And if I could, I would have your children. <laughs> we all love you, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Come out looking little, like little mullets instantly. Yes. Me, Jared, and Brian. If I had their babies, no. We will dress as the women for you this time. Don't you worry. Okay, you've been Don't shave the Lex girl. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew Crew spelled C R E W E. That's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared. Where can they follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, and my other podcast, Torah Stories, on Apple Podcasts. And Wahid, where can the audience follow you, good man? Uh, they can follow me on WA Films for now. WAFilmsfornow.com. <laughs> God damn it, that's so confusing. <laughs> 
Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we are going to be closing out the show tonight with a little bit of the soundtrack. We're going to be playing track number one titled Bus Chase Slash Cocaine. And this is from composer Harold Faltermeyer. Enjoy the 80s crappy music. <laughs> Wait, we didn't talk about the music. You guys thought it was crappy? I think it's I think it's great eighties cheese, man. I think I think it I think it fits the tone of the movie. And it's amazing. It did a good job. It's yeah. amazing, crappy eighties cheese. It's I guarantee you, awesome. the John Love Carpenter it. bumped this soundtrack in his car in his El Camino. Let's do it. <laughs> 